Heidi, hi everyone, and welcome to this week's preview podcast for Dunkirk. I'm Katie, and this is... John, hello. And we're trying out me doing the intro today, so how, how does everyone feel about that? I felt pretty good. You did excellently. One thing you didn't say was the name of what we are. So we're the Travelling Symphony Movie Club. That's quite an important point. But, you know, if you've already seen us before and listened to the podcast, then, you know, you're welcome for a perfect intro. If you haven't, apologies, I didn't say the name. <laughs> so as Katie mentioned, we are doing Dunkirk for this Friday's live watch along. It was another one of our community picks and votes. Congratulations to everyone who voted for it. I know there were a few very excited people that it had been selected. Yes, and it only won by one vote. So it was very, very close, neck and neck. As you know, every vote matters. We are watching Dunkirk. Before we have a little chat about it, here is a clip. Katie's interpretation of the clip as well. We look forward to seeing you all on Friday night on Instagram Live. As always, we'll be doing our intro at 7.45pm on our Instagram Live at TS Movie Club. And then we'll all be pressing play on Netflix, which is where Dunkirk is currently available. First one on Netflix. We've done all the others have been Amazon Prime. Apart from last week, Ferris Bueller. Oh, gosh. I'm just making so many errors today. <laughs> I, think, I think being out in the sun has got fried, it's got, fried my brain. It's your head. But yes, we are watching it on Netflix. We're all going to press play at 8pm sharp. And then we will come back after the film. I don't know exactly when it is. I haven't looked at the runtime. But I have a feeling it's going to be 10 to 10 that we're going to come back for the post-film conversation. We may even have some extra fun and games as we did last week with the quiz. It seemed to go down pretty well. It was a fantastic quiz. And... If you were there last week, you will know that I am the points master um, and I have a completely foolproof way of doing all the points and it wasn't controversial in any way. I'll say now what I said then. Look at his ears. Right, so Dunkirk uh, is our pick, as we've said a few times already. Um, one of Christopher Nolan's superb, masterful films Katie and I both had the chance to, to watch it at the Science Museum IMAX when it first came out, which was quite the experience. Incredible. Um, in 70mm uh, film print, which Christopher Nolan is always adamant. Uh, he's very big on making sure that film is used as much as possible, celluloid film rather than digital. And much of Dunkirk was shot with IMAX cameras. It was a huge technical achievement, massive undertaking to get them here, there and everywhere. The first thing that we both noticed when we watched it at the Science Museum was how everyone that we watched it with was just like glued to their seat the whole time. It was just mm. one of the most tense films I think I can remember watching. Definitely. I genuinely felt like I had PTSD coming out of the film. I wasn't anywhere near that war. 
I think it's the sound. Well, it's everything, but the soundtrack. Oh my god! And it was. I think it was turned up to eleven at the science museum because yeah. the first five minutes, the sound was so loud. Like you could almost see it vibrating. It, it felt like the, your head was caving in. Yeah. At the science museum, though, they, don't they have all of the speakers behind the screen? Yeah. So it, that is the thing: is it feels like it is really coming straight out at you. It's incredible. So big shout out to science museum. Yeah. Um, we'll be going there as soon as we possibly can to watch another film. After this, yeah. Um, but as I mentioned, the, technically the achievement in getting this shot was incredible. Hoyt Van Hoytema, the director of photography, pulled off some absolute miracles. He and Christopher Nolan went up in Spitfires to see what it was like. And then they figured out ways of attaching cameras, IMAX cameras, to the wings of planes inside the cockpits. They had the actors in like a pretend cockpit they were filming and then they had the actual pilot just behind them but out of sight so that they could wow. film them. It was just incredible. It's one of those one of those things that when you read more about it and you see just what went into making it, you realise what a stunning achievement it was. And didn't Christopher Nolan and his wife actually do that crossing? Yep. And it took them 19 hours because there was bad... Bad weather. Bad weather. So they, so really, they really got the full experience. Very much got the full, the full sense of how, uh, how difficult that particular crossing can be. Yeah. yeah. The thing about Christopher Nolan is he always wants everything to feel very real in his films. And that's why he always likes to shoot on IMAX. And, and I think for this film in particular, all of the kind of little facts and little bits that you hear about, he, as always, I'm sure as he does in every film, really does his research and his homework. But it comes across so, so well in the film because it just feels so real. You think you're there <laughs> watching it. And unlike some of the historians who didn't enjoy Imitation Game, as we found out from our podcast a few weeks ago, actually Dunkirk was received very well. It seems like it was much better received yeah. among, among historians. We haven't verified this with a direct conversation with historians, but we will be... But on our research. Yeah, we will be attempting to do our best to, to find someone to speak to for the podcast as well. And as with many Christopher Nolan films, he plays around with the concept of time quite a lot. Mm -hmm. um, that was true in Interstellar, it was true in Memento, it was true in Inception, and it's true here. It's one of his big things that he loves doing, and the, the structure of it, it sounds difficult to get your head round when you hear it, but when you see it, it just makes perfect sense. Yeah. And also, I think that there could be a danger of, you know, if you like to do a certain thing or you like to do a certain trick and you want to use it in every film, my worry would be, oh, is that just crowbarred in there just for the sake of it? But absolutely not in this film. It really, really adds to it. It's, it's an incredibly well done and it's a very clever way of building tension over time and all coming to this one massive crescendo. And if you haven't seen the film, it takes place over three sort of sectors, air, land and sea, and in each of those there's a different time frame, a week, a day, an hour, but they all build up to one moment and it's a masterpiece in writing, it's really, it's absolutely stunning. Um, we really can't, between us, say enough good things about Christopher Nolan, so we should probably stop there because we could just carry on the whole podcast. Make sure you do uh, watch with us on Friday night at 7.45, the Instagram Live, and join our Discord Live text chat, which is just like a big WhatsApp group, but you don't have to give your phone number out. The links for all of that will be on our website on travelingsymphony.com slash join, along with some very handy videos on how to do uh, all of these things, how to join our Instagram Live and how to join the Discord chat. So if you're not sure, it's all there on the website. That's travelingsymphony.com slash join. And please, could you, if you're not already, 
follow us on Instagram. So because we keep getting, we're very, very close on getting ties every week in the vote. So the more the more people on the banner to vote. And also, if you do enjoy the podcast, we'd really appreciate you rate it. I mean, not even my mum's rated us yet, but she probably doesn't know how to do it. So mum, if you're listening to this and you'd like to rate the podcast, get in touch. I'll let you know how. We thought we would play a little game amongst ourselves for some big time movie points just to end the podcast. I don't know if anyone listening was ever off sick when they were a kid and they watched the Bob Monkhouse classic quiz show Wipeout. But the premise is there's a subject, say, for example, types of car. And then the contestants bid on how many different types of car that they can name. Um, and they bid against each other. So you go, I think I can name six. Then Katie might say, I can name seven. Eventually someone will say, no, I don't think I can do that. You have to name that number. And then so then Katie would have to name seven types of car. And if she can't do it, I win. If she can do it, she wins. Does that make sense? It does make sense to me, but you've already explained it to me and we've trialled it. So I don't know if it makes sense to the viewer or the listener. Well, we will have to try it out. We were going to do it with actors and actresses. We pick one at random. Then we have to bid how many different films we can name that they were in. And the winner gets how many movie points, Katie? Oh, are we allowed our you own movie designate points? designate your own movie points. Oh, it could be even more controversial. I think 15 movie points. Okay, that's fair enough. All right, pick a number between one and ten. Eight. Eight is Christian Bale. Okay. Thematic. That is great. Good. Okay, so how many Christian Bale films do you think you could name? Oh, crikey. You know I'm really bad at the names of things. Um, I'm going to go with five. All right, I'm going to say six. Are you going to bid seven Oof. or are you going to make me say six? I'm going to make you do six. So thanks to the Magic Podcast, in Katie now has the list of all Christian Bale's films up on her phone. I have to name six straight off the bat. Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises, three. Oh, yeah. I forgot the, the whole trilogy. Yeah. I feel like that should only be one. Well, it's not. It's three films, isn't it? Mm, okay. Um, American Psycho. Mm-hmm. Um, the Machinist. The Machinist. Yep. Just double checking. And the David O. Russell classic American Hustle. Yeah, that's a good one. There's one more that he's in that was on one of our shortlists recently. If you can name that film, you get an extra 10 movie points. Wow, okay. So a film that was on one of our shortlists recently that he was in. Yeah. Bet there's people at home shouting out the answer. I can't answer. think. I don't know. I can't you think don't know. It. The Big Short. Oh, of course, The Big Short. Mm. Do I get those 10 no, points? No, because you didn't do it. No. Oh, fair enough. So, six, that was uh, pretty easy. I got the 15 movie points, and Katie will have to try and make up the gap next week. I will. Pressure's on. So, that's about it for the preview show. I hope you got a little bit about our excitement for Dunkirk. We think it's a superb film. We can't wait to watch it with all of you guys. And we will see you Friday night, 7.45, on our Instagram Live at TS Movie Club. Can't wait to see you all there. Bye. 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 Bye.